Next on Jake and the Fat Man. This is not a good case for him to get his feet wet with. When Derek's first case falls apart. I smell conspiracy here. It's you up to smell Jake food. to pick up the pieces. Yeah. Lots so of food. No, he's going undercover It's William Conrad in Jake Mr. and the Fat Man. And all I can tell That's you right. is he's not Jake. Will he go? He's not Jake. Next. Where's number nine when you need it? There's number nine when you need him. Two-minute drill leading us down the field for a touchdown over Jake and the Fat Man. Yeah, you right, Drew Brees. Thanks for that introduction. Corey Johnson back at you. Jason's at the controls, pushing buttons, turning knobs, sliding dials, fielding your phone calls, and the like. By the way, speaking of phone calls, the Rouse's Markets phone lines are always open. 504-766-9480-766-9480. Coming up in about 12 minutes... Six Flags Bayou Phoenix developer Troy Henry will be joining us on the program around 420. I've been very skeptical of the entire Six Flags endeavor, the process that the city threw out there. I don't blame Troy Henry, but boy, uh, Troy Henry, Bayou Phoenix, the winners, Drew Brees, Demario Davis, the runner-ups for this project, I, I, I don't know about you. I, I had slightly higher expectations for the site, like Bass Pro Shop, Cabela's. By the way, I don't hunt and fish. I wouldn't be visiting that location. I don't go to the Bass Pro Shop or the Cabela's outside of Baton Rouge. Have never stepped in a Bass Pro Shop in my life. It's like Bucky's. I, I've been in one of those once. We'll never go again. I'm not against Bucky's. There's nothing there for me. I don't have a family. I'm not traveling on the road. Hey, the kids want to go to Bucky's, brisket off the, the, the block, you know, beef jerky. Yeah, there's nothing for Bucky's for me. Nothing. I'd have to be running out of gas and I'm not knocking Bucky's. It doesn't attract a single male like me. I don't hunt and fish. All my friends probably shouldn't say all more than half of my friends hunt and fish. I reap the benefits, especially the fishing part. I get the fish without having to go fish. New Orleans and Louisiana, Louisiana, it's the sportsman's paradise. I'm not knocking hunting and fishing one bit, but I won't be going to the Bass Pro Shops or the Cabela's if it was out in New Orleans East. Flying J truck stop, I don't drive an 18-wheeler. That doesn't interest me personally one bit. It's not about me. It's about the city. It's about New Orleans East in desperate need of a leg up. And in typical New Orleans fashion, it's, it's, it's a blessing in New Orleans in this situation to be black. Cause black folks in the East are embracing Troy Henry and Bayou Phoenix, hoping and praying that this is the thing that turns New Orleans East around. They have no idea what they're basing their hope on. Except they, I think number one, they desperately want a black person to succeed in bringing back New Orleans East. That's of vital importance. Me, I don't give a crap. You know, black, white, yellow, doesn't matter. Green is what I'm concerned with in New Orleans East. And here's another one. I don't live in the East. 
Why me, a white guy who hosts a radio and television show for over a couple of decades now have been pounding this New Orleans seas, lack of development, lack of leadership, lack of political leadership, lack of direction, selling out 80,000 people that live out there. I mean, basic vanilla services aren't available, readily available in the East. There has to be a solution. Oh, don't want to invest in the black neighborhood. Too many black neighborhoods in the United States of America where major outside investment exists. It's like there's a force field around New Orleans East. Everything we hear about, Lowe's redevelopment, Mackey Studios, Six Flags site, Lincoln Beach. I mean, do you want me to keep going? Never comes to fruition. I'm the biggest proponent publicly for New Orleans East, and it's not even close. Have been talking about this for a decade plus, so a little skeptical. Again, I don't blame Troy Henry. He's the one that, hey, this is the process. I'm going to go f- go for this. And he got it. More power to him. Less power to the city of New Orleans for not marketing the property nationally. Hiring an outside company to go after the Bass Pro Shops Cabela's, the Flying J Truck Stops, the Bucky's. Everything and anything that would fit that spite, that, that spot. Wide world of sports. These, you know, field of dreams, these AAU uh, fields for kids and families to bring them in from the region. They have companies that do this, all of this. So now New Orleans, in my opinion, as a New Orleans native, I've got a little experience in this. We like to lose. We like inside deals. We, we, we don't want to win. No one even thought, let's market this nationally. Let's hire an outside company to push this pretty coveted corner, I-10 and I-510, right outside of a major U.S. city. These sites get developed by default with major, major folks, major players investing in these sites in other metropolitan areas. By default, there's a major metropolitan population. There's X amount of money there. This site sits right outside the that metro area. It's on not one but two interstates. Anyway, we'll visit with Bayou Phoenix developer Troy Henry in less than 10 minutes. They could be signing a lease by the end of the month, having access to the site. Maybe even demolition starting within the year. We're in the summer. They're talking about demolition in the next quarter or so. And I believe Troy Henry's folks were saying in four years, maybe some kids playing on these sports fields, which just seems ridiculously long to me. We'll visit with Troy Henry coming up in a few minutes to find out everything you need to know about the Six Flags site by you, Phoenix. Hey, by the way, the four o'clock hour brought to you by Leidenheimer Baking Company. Leidenheimer Baking Company, producing the perfect French bread, New Orleans French bread, five generations. They use that same time-honored process, baking that signature loaf with the crisp crust, delicate center, so good, reheating in the oven. Are you kidding me? It's like it's fresh bake coming out of their, you know, bakery in, in New Orleans. Good to the last crumb. From the finest French Quarter restaurants to your local po' boy shop. Over 125 years, Leidenheimer 
New Orleans own Leidenheimer French bread. Since 1896, Leidenheimer Baking Company. Four o'clock hour this afternoon brought to you by Leidenheimer Baking Company. Ed Michelle mentioned this last week on the pro, uh, on the show when he joined us. His evaluation of the Plaza Tower released about 13 minutes ago. Evaluation of Plaza Tower and enforcement of minimum property maintenance code. The owner of the Plaza Tower, that was what was mentioned in the letter. Never Joe Yeager by name. It is Joe Yeager. Ed Michelle in the Office of Inspector General basically saying from 2015 to 2021, the city has not used the power it has. Just minimum property maintenance code violations, minimum fines, hundreds of thousands of dollars. The OIG report even suggested maybe the district attorney get involved like there could be criminal Joe Yeager, owner of the Plaza Tower, Ed Michelle, releasing an evaluation of the Plaza Tower enforcement and minimum property maintenance code just a few minutes ago. Des Moines Register, NBC News poll, five months till caucus day, January 15th in Iowa, Donald Trump 42%. DeSantis, 19. Tim Scott, 9%. Nikki Haley, Mike Pence, Chris Christie, all around 5, 6%. Trump at 42, DeSantis at 19 in Iowa. Interesting story. Metairie politics, Jefferson Parish politics. I used to work for Greg Buson over at Fox 8. Who is Jefferson's Parish's most political influencer? It might be Newell Norman, radio talk show host, a major player. Cynthia Lee Shang, that's her campaign manager, ran her campaign. Newell is a major power player. Harry Lee was before him. Joe Lapinto, although like Newell and Harry Lee with that law degree, more of a pure sheriff, less of a politician. I don't think Lapinto likes the political part like Newell Norman and Harry Lee seem to embrace it. But an interesting article, Jefferson Politics and some races, we'll talk about that as well. Coming up, Six Flags Bayou Phoenix developer Troy Henry next. Why wear the same old glasses that everyone else is wearing? Stand out from the crowd. Come to Art and Eyes. Art and Eyes is not your typical eyeglasses store. It's one of the finest eyewear shops in the country, right here in New Orleans, with precision engineered prescription lenses and gorgeous high quality frames from the heart of Europe, Japan, and the United States. Our products are thoughtfully curated, and our staff are here to help you find exact the right frames art and eyes on magazine as unique as you the port of new orleans is the gateway to global commerce the economic engine that moves louisiana and our country forward for more than 125 years port nola has continued to deliver the goods we use each and every day by river rail and by road no matter what it all happens right here Delivering Louisiana's future at the Port of New Orleans, your working river. Learn more about your Port of New Orleans. Visit portnola.com. 
Fausto's Italian Bistro on Veterans Boulevard, where the brothers Fausto and Roland are serving some of the city's finest Sicilian and Italian cuisine. From New Orleans' first family of Sicilian and Italian cooking, Fausto's Italian Bistro on Vets. Here at the NOLA Coalition, we love our kids and we love our city. The people of New Orleans are standing together for a better future. By harnessing our collective resources, the NOLA Coalition will create a safer, more prosperous city for all residents. Your support is needed to help reduce violence, invest in our children, and drive generational change. Join now at nolacoalition.info. When a young man comes in and they walk into our store and you can see they're a little intimidated. Last week, I saw the young man. I said, hey, what can I do to give you a hand? And he said, well, I'm here for an engagement ring, but I don't think I'm in the right place. So I got him to my desk. And within an hour, he had purchased an engagement ring, had spent $1,000, and he was treated like he spent a lot more. And I'm sure we have a customer for life. My name is Ken Friend of Friend & Company Fine Jewelers. You've got a friend in the jewelry business. Dave Miet Insurance Agency. Auto Home Flood Business. 504-556-0809. Dave Miet. INSAgency.com. Dave Miet Insurance Agency. Auto Home Flood Business. 504-556-0809. Dave Miet. INSAgency.com. Francesca Deli and Pizzeria has over 15 specialty sandwiches, a big 10-ounce burger, and some of the best pizza in New Orleans. Francesca Deli and Pizzeria on Harrison Avenue in Lakeview between Canal Boulevard and West End. River City's Total Maintenance Keeps You Cool, New Orleans. NOAAC.com is your cool spot. Did you know Rouse's sells only Angus beef? Angus beef's natural marbling means more succulence in flavor. Whether you choose Rouse's USDA Prime, Choice, or Select, it'll be only Angus beef when you get it at Rouse's. Tastes like home. Trey Yen in Mandeville, a New Orleans tradition for over 40 years, serving the finest Louisiana-inspired Chinese cuisine. Open Tuesday through Sunday. Trey Yen. The Woodhouse Day Spa, with five area locations, New Orleans, Metairie, Slidell, Baton Rouge, and now Mandeville. A day of relaxation is just moments away at the Woodhouse Day Spa. WoodhouseSpas.com. Young's Dry Cleaning has free pickup and delivery. That's right. Young's Dry Cleaning has absolutely free pickup and delivery. Home or office, East Bank or West Bank. Call Young's at 288-8381 or online at youngsdrycleaning.com. That's what I said. That's French for bread. Leidenheimer. The French bread of the city of New Orleans. Good to the last crumb. Leidenheimer French bread. Yeah, you right, Crescent City and beyond. Corey Johnson back at you each and every day. This program on radio, television, live streaming, CoreyTalks.com, our website. You can check us out on YouTube, The Neutral Ground with Corey Johnson. It's always brought to you by the Lamarck Automotive Complex in Kenner. And now Lamarck Crescent City Ford on Jefferson Highway. That's right, the legendary Ford truck dealership in the city for nearly a 100 years. Crescent City Ford on Jefferson Highway, now under the Lamarck umbrella. 
every day. This program brought to you by the Lamarck Automotive Complex. And now Lamarck Crescent City Ford on Jefferson Highway in Elmwood. He's the Six Flags Bayou Phoenix developer. The main guy, Troy Henry, joins us on the program again. Good afternoon, Troy. How you doing, man? I'm good, Corey. How you doing, man? Doing well. Same old good. stuff. Good, good, good. It's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint. This 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 site in the east, this Six Flags site, isn't it? Yeah, it's uh, it's it's been a, a process that's been significantly longer than um, we ever thought it would be. But um, you know, we're 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 a determined group. Uh, my my team is a determined group, and um, we just believe in the project so much that um, we've just endured and will continue to endure. All of the, the 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 challenges that come along with it, because we think the rewards outweigh um, um, any of the uh, challenges that'll imp- try to impede our progress. So it's been okay, though. We'll be okay. Hey, Troy, do you do any work uh, with any other municipalities in the country besides New Orleans? <laughs> um, we have, sure, and uh, you know, I mean, if you recall. Before I started Henry Consulting, I actually ran the water system in about 16 different municipalities around the country. So I'm pretty familiar with how most of them operate, and we're a little bit different here. Let's put it that way. That's what I was getting at. I mean, you kind of knew going in that, okay, City X, I may have to – it's not even hurdles. I may just have to go through the process of doing X, Y, Z – in New Orleans, it's X, Y, Z, and hurdles, moats, and fires, and, and, and you got a lot of stuff to dodge. I mean, and, and I'm not kidding. There's so many developers that just throw in the towel and go, "You won, New Orleans. Let's go to Nashville." Yeah, well, if, if, if probably if we weren't local, if uh, my partners from TKTMJ and you know my company, Henry Consulting, weren't local, uh, we would probably have just gotten frustrated and packed up and left just because of the. Uh, the inertia and the challenges that you have to undergo in order to get something happening. So, but because we're here and this is, this is a passion project in many ways, not only, but it's also obviously a business opportunity. Um, and we also kind of knew going in that there would be challenges. We didn't know what, where they would all be, but we knew they would be because we've all dealt with yep. the city and, and, and other endeavors. So, you know, we just have to weather the storm. Now, there is a passion for you. You live in the east, right? You live at Eastover? That's correct. I, I look. I can look out a couple of the windows in my house and still see some of the uh, Eastover property. I mean, the um, Six Flags, former Six Flags property. So, yeah, I mean, it's in my neighbors. We all talk about it. It's just, you know, unsightly blight. That's 18 years, you know, uh, going on 18 years that it's been in existence. So, yeah, we'd like to get it, you know, behind us and turn it into uh, that negative into something positive. So. That's what we're going to do. You also mentioned you're a businessman. I mean, you're, uh, I don't know, I, I know you a little bit, not very well. We're not like tight. We don't call each other and talk about stuff, but I know you a little. You know me a little. Sure. I, I see an individual that's uh, motivated more than most, that's focused more than most, that's entrepreneurial and kind of a go-getter. And you seem like you'll take on anything in a lot of ways. If 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 money can be made and, and a business that's viable can be made. I, I mentioned the airport, uh, Louis Armstrong International. Yep. Uh, they had uh, a janitorial contract. Mm-hmm. They failed. Yep. The board had to get rid of them. 
Yep. Uh, instead of going to another airport type janitorial company, they went with Troy Henry. Now, uh, from what I can assume, you didn't have any airport janitorial cleanup, uh, um, you know, experience. But again, I don't think this is like reinventing the wheel. Correct me if I'm wrong. You started up a company and you guys clean Louis Armstrong International Airport now. My point being similar to this project in the East, maybe this isn't pun intended in your ballpark, but you see it's not rocket science and you guys can run with it. Is that accurate what I'm saying? Yeah, I think I think that's that's fair. Um you know at the airport for example we, we what we do is we have a staffing company and um the airport decided to go instead of going with a janitorial contractor to take the functional responsibility in-house and as a result our job was to staff it properly and so we've done that and turned that site from one of the worst from a janitorial cleanliness standpoint to this been um, deemed on three occasions now the cleanest airport in the country um, so yeah I mean it, it wasn't rocket scientists and we partnered with the airport and they had some consultants come in as well but it was our team that had to execute and implement it and um, it's worked out from a development standpoint, you know, we've we've built other properties and other developments, whether it be, you know, one of my gas stations or retail um, properties and things of that sort. So we had some idea of, you know, the development process, but nothing on the magnitude of uh, the Bayou Phoenix project. But my partners from TKTMJ, they've done a lot of kind of real kind of unique developments where things that most people can't do, they figure out a way to do. And that's been the beauty of working with uh, TKTMJ is that um, they're very innovative, and um, they were committed to New Orleans East. They just built that plat- that uh, tower out at um, yeah. on Lake Forest Boulevard, 16-story, the tallest building in New Orleans yeah. East. Yeah, that, that kind of retirement home? Yes, the retirement center. It's yeah. now fully occupied as well. And three other developers that tried and failed, and they stepped in and did it. So they're real smart guys, and uh, it's been a real pleasure working with them. And we just had to put our heads together and remain committed, but also um, remain innovative in ways that we can accomplish um, this objective, you know. Hey, Troy, I've mentioned this before with you on the program, and you even kind of acknowledged the understanding of it, but you're like, hey, it is what it is, and I won the contract. Yeah. Would Troy Henry, if you were responsible for the Six Flags site, would you have marketed it? Like the city did, kind of, I mean, locally only. Like the the runner-ups were Demario Davis and Drew Brees. It's comical. I mean, I got to laugh. Yeah. Uh, would you would you have marketed it the way it happened, or would have you marketed marketed it nationally? This coveted site. Well, I mean, it was marketed nationally. The problem is, is there had been so much cred- poor credibility and damaged credibility with the site that none of the, uh, not many of the national players even had an interest anymore, um, uh, because of all of the different fits and starts that had occurred previously. So, uh, people knew about it as I've gone out to conferences. I talked to many, many people, um, about the site and they were like, oh yeah, we're aware. Oh, you guys are the guys that want it. Okay. But they were aware of it. They just didn't believe that. Um, that it would ever get this far, let alone actually become reality. So, the you know, New Orleans credibility isn't the highest around the country. So, <laughs> nope. um, it really took um, a local team with the capabilities to really kind of begin to pull this together. Do you get? I mean, I want to continue talking about this. I'm just on a side note. Do you get kind of ticked off when you go to like a a Nashville or an Austin and 
see what they're doing, and and you know the culture of New Orleans. You know what we have naturally, and these other places don't have any culture like we have, yet they thrive. I mean, a buddy of mine sends a photo from Nashville, and and I reply back just all this venomous stuff. He's like, dude, it's me and my wife. What's your problem? like, the 11 cranes in the background of the photo, (laughs) that's my problem. And he understood. We we Mm -hmm. laughed about it, Mm -hmm. but – I was mad. I went like, great, glad y'all are having a good vacation. I'm like, look at the damn skyline behind you. Oh, yeah. It's true. Well, you know, well, you know my daughter uh, went to medical school in um, in Nashville. Oh, so, Vandy? Um, at Meharry Medical College wow. there. And, um, and, you know, so I go, I'd go and visit her and her husband. And, um, yeah, it's frustrating. And now she's doing a residency in Chicago. And you go to Chicago and you just see things are just booming in these places. And, yep. And you know what our potential is, but you know, look, I don't, I don't look back. You know, I ran for mayor twice, so I mean, the city um, and the residents sort of made a decision on yeah. what level of growth and what level of leadership they want. And I respect that, and so I'm just doing my part, my little corner of the city, um, trying to make it a little bit better with this project and the other projects we have going on. You're a better man than me. I don't respect it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, even if you don't respect it, it's the, it, it is what it is. Oh, no, you're right. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. But, boy, New Orleanians and Louisiana folks, just this infatuation with black, white, Republican, Democrat, failure instead of success. We, we care more about Saturday night in Tiger Stadium and Sunday at the Dome than we do about Austin and Nashville, Troy. Just, yeah, it, those, it just, those are cities that are just kind of blowing by us, you know what I mean? Um so those used to be those weren't peer cities, and now they're about to blow by us. No, they're like playoff teams, and we're the one in fifteen Saints, you know. Mm-hmm. But you know, hopefully, we can turn it around. You know. Yep. Yep. I, I just got back from Mayor Cantrell's uh, husband's viewing, so my condolences to her as well. So. Yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's a sad story. Fifty-five's way too young. That's ridiculous. We're, yes, indeed. You and I are barely older than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a little scary. You got so. me by a little bit, but that's about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but sure. still, no. I mean, if that's just fifty-five is way too young. That just that stinks. No, and 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 then the venomous crap on online. I, mean, I don't. I don't like this mayor as the mayor. That's just me. Mm-hmm. But uh, the people attacking somebody that lost, you know, a family member. People yeah. are sick out there, man. Politics are one thing, but right. uh, real life, someone losing a life, and this these callous remarks online. People, yeah. People I don't pay attention to that stuff. I don't, I'm not online. Smart. Most of those, those social media stuff, uh, you know, their opinion of me ain't none of my business. So yep. I just go about my business. You no, know? that's good. That's, that's, <laughs> you're not missing a damn thing. Hey, Troy, yep. when we come back, I want to talk about this lease and maybe access to the site by the end of the month. Troy Henry, Six Flags Bayou Phoenix developers with us. Don't move. Here at the NOLA Coalition, we love our kids and we love our city. The people of New Orleans are standing together for a better future. By harnessing our collective resources, the NOLA Coalition will create a safer, more prosperous city for all residents. Your support is needed to help reduce violence, invest in our children, and drive generational change. Join now at nolacoalition.info. The Woodhouse Day Spa, with five airy locations, New Orleans, Metairie, Slidell, Baton Rouge, and now Mandeville. A day of relaxation is just moments away at the Woodhouse Day Spa. WoodhouseSpas.com 
For game-changing innovation, look to the Latrim family of companies located in Harahan. Intralox, a Latrim company, changed the game when they invented modular plastic conveyor belts over 40 years ago. These belts and innovative Intralox technology are transforming movement in manufacturing facilities around the world. Intralox is a dynamic global company now hiring in production, warehousing, shipping, and more. If you want to be part of our successful team, visit Latrim.com. That's L-A-I-T-R-A-M dot com. For over 20 years, serving healthy, fresh, authentic Middle Eastern cuisine, Lebanon's Cafe, in the Carrollton section of Uptown on the streetcar line, Wednesday through Monday, 11 a.m. to 9.30, Lebanon's Cafe. For us, it's really relationships, and if you care about the relationship, you're going to do the right thing for the customer all the time. When we're in design process of a custom-made piece, I have a test that says, if I wouldn't give this to my wife, I think we should pass and start over. If it's not perfect, it's going back to the shop. We're going to start all the way over. My name is Ken Friend of Friend & Company Fine Jewelers. You've got a friend in the jewelry business. For Leidenheimer Baking Company, producing the perfect French bread is more than a vocation. It's a sacred mission. And for five generations, they've used the same time-honored process, baking their signature loaf with its crisp crust and delicate center, unique and still good to the last crumb. From the finest French Quarter restaurants to your local po'boy shop, for over 125 years, New Orleans' own Leidenheimer. Dave Miet Insurance Agency. Auto Home Flood Business. 504-556-0809. Dave Miet. INSAgency.com. Dave Miet Insurance Agency. Auto Home Flood Business. 504-556-0809. Dave Miet. INSAgency.com. Ladies and gentlemen, in this Lamarck Automotive Complex is something called Quick Lane. Tires, wheel alignments, you know, struts, servicing your transmission. We do an all makes and models. It doesn't have to have been purchased from us. It's for you. It handles your lifestyle with your budget in mind. And we want to get you in and out as quick as possible. Quick Lane, you got to come see it. You're going to love the experience right there at Williams Boulevard in Kenner. When USA Today ranked the 10 best must-visit New Orleans restaurants for travelers, Mid-City's own Katie's made the list. USA Today says Scott Craig is chef-owner at Katie's, a much-loved Creole-Italian eatery that draws armies of regulars for lunch, brunch, and dinner. A neighborhood spot where locals congregate and New Orleans-style hospitality rules. Indeed it does. Katie's in Mid-City. 1970 was an exciting time in New Orleans. The first Jazz Fest was held, the city hosted its first Super Bowl, and the first Helm Paint location opened on Earhart Boulevard. While the floppy disks, mood rings, and pet rocks may have come and gone since the 70s, Helm Paint has grown to become your premier source for quality Benjamin Moore products, competitive pricing, and personal service. Please visit one of our locations today, and we'll meet our competitors' prices on any identical product. Helm Paint and Benjamin Moore, let us steer you in the right direction. Helm Paint and Supply. Welcome back. Monday afternoon. Corey Johnson with you. You are on the neutral ground till 6 o'clock. Bayou Phoenix developer Troy Henry's with us on the program. Troy, you guys might be signing this lease with Nora within the next few weeks? Yeah, we think so. I mean, we've negotiated um, 
most of the deal points, I think, for the lease that we're, we're in agreement with already. I think there's some logistical elements to one. Um, nor getting the consents that they need to, uh, they, they accepted the master plan, but now they have to actually get another approval to execute the lease. And, and we also have some just some logistics of how the financial flow goes, um, that we'll work through in the next, um, you know, hopefully in a couple of weeks. So, but the basic terms of the lease, we've already, our teams have already, uh, negotiated those. So. Yeah, it should be soon. What was Nora barking about a few months ago? Well, originally, I mean, they wanted us to, I call it, they basically wanted us to work for them, and they wanted us to, uh, they wanted to have approval authority over literally everything, every contractor, every business partner, and, um, you know, a whole bunch of other things, almost every step of the way. We were like, no, no. We're signing a lease with you, Nora. We're not partnering with you. Yeah, so so we had to get through that process, and that was where um, we hit a little snag. But um, we were real fortunate because Councilman Thomas got involved and really kind of helped break the logger jam, and and really got Nora to see that it was in their best interest as well as the community's best interest to let a develop developer, and not now have every step of the way us working at the speed of government instead of the speed of business. And uh, we were able to get that done successfully, so that'll be reflected in a lease. Uh, Oliver Thomas handling this kind of for you. Um, well, he's so, the district councilman. For oh no, no, no he, doubt. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. No, he's the district councilman for these. Some folks say he's your cousin. I mean, I don't know. You and I might be cousins. Who knows? We might be. <laughs> you know, so I don't know if he's your cousin or not. I mean, you, do you? No, he's not. I mean, but we grew up in the Lower Ninth Ward, so if you know anything about. The coach of the Lower Ninth Ward. We a lot of us call each other cousins because we're yeah, all of course. Lower Niners. But you know that's about the extent of it. Now we've talked about this before. You're a major player in WBOK Radio. Oliver Thomas is a paid employee doing the morning show on WBOK Radio. No, what- he's not a paid employee. No, he's a he's a contractor with a staffing company. Um, we had to sort of um, have a third party because uh, WBOK does business with the city of New Orleans um, we couldn't have our um, we couldn't have a direct equity media couldn't have a direct contract with the city of New Orleans and Oliver be an employee of them so well, I, uh, I get what you're saying Mr. Attorney but isn't, uh, isn't really he works for, I mean I'd be like saying you don't have the uh, janitorial contract at the airport the, the, your staffing company does yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. I you know mean, what I mean? That's what Jeff Landry's doing as running in this governor's race. He's saying he doesn't employ these Mexican workers at this LNG facility like Charles. His staffing company does. But in essence, money from your pocket indirectly goes in Oliver Thomas's through the radio station. I think that's fair to say. Would it be better to have an at-large member, someone besides Oliver, go to bat for you guys and buy you Phoenix? Um, I mean that's a that's a that's a council matter. I think Oliver's passionate about the project. Remember, Oliver worked for WBOK before we bought the station, so uh, we don't view it as a conflict. To be honest with you, um, Oliver doesn't get any commissions. He doesn't do anything, but um, he's paid by a third party company, um, and he's been doing that job, a great job on the radio station, for a long time. So we think as much ado about nothing and. That's what we told the ethics committee, and we made some adjustments to so that he could be compliant. Yeah, um, yep. 
you know. Yeah, for the radio gig, I get that. I mean, because I'm in radio. If I ran for counts at large again, unlike last time, I would stay on the radio. Yeah, you should. Regardless absolutely. of this, get the other candidates to sign the, the agreement. I mean, I had – uh you know, Bourgeois and Jackie Clarkson and Cynthia Lewis all signed. This Michael Lewis, the author's uh, brother in Uptown, this Uptown guy, when you get everyone else signing, I'll sign it. I'm like, really? Right. You know, so the guy who got 300 votes is the made me get everyone else to sign before he would sign. No, I yeah, would, right. I would, I would blow off their rules and stay on the radio and do my show. I get the endorsement thing though, especially if you're an elected official. So I, I, I get the changes for the radio thing. Just personally, I mean, with, especially with Oliver, and I, th- I think Oliver's changed. I think that was 15 years ago, whatever. That might run for mayor. If I'm Oliver Thomas, I don't want to be involved. And if I'm a Troy Henry, I'm like, I'd rather get an at-large member because uh, Oliver works for my radio station. That's all. That's just the, the perception of impropriety well, or the potential. I mean- you know, people are going to criticize, and my opinion is, is look, at the end of the day, it's about the development. It's not about the individuals that are involved, and and um, we believe that, you know, we haven't done anything unethical, and Oliver knows, and we know that, look, he, he gets paid to do a job, and that's it. And his job as a city council member is completely distinct and different uh, from his job as a radio um, um, talent. So, um Look, we, we appreciate the support. He's passionate about the project. So is Eugene Green. Um, so are many of the council members. So I let them sort of decide who's going to take the lead on what aspects of the um, of this development. But I believe everybody is in support of what I, I believe is a transformative project called Bayou Phoenix. I'll tell you what, the uh, the renderings, the, the the thing that I think really is the the – the backbone of this whole project of these athletic facilities, uh, be just something that we lack. I mean, you talk to any parents with a couple of kids and they're getting in the SUV in the van and they're traveling to Austin or Hoover, Alabama, outside of Birmingham. And they have these state of the art facilities and yeah. we don't have anything yeah. like it. And Baton Rouge has better facilities than we have. Yeah. Well, two weeks ago I was in Dallas with my, my boys are on a, AAU travel basketball team, and um, oh, we went to a facility in Dallas, and oh. it was outstanding. Yeah, it had to be. I mean, they're probably ten facilities in Metro Dallas. These they, high school they, stadiums they, they build are nice. It. It's like Yeoman Stadium for high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the guys told me he said there's nine total in um, mega indoor sports facilities in the Dallas metro area. Wow. Nine. We don't have any. No. So, yeah, this is going to be a game changer. But what's unique about ours is is the combination of the sports facility along with the the hotels and the water the hotels and the water park make this um, the potential for a really really great destination for um, this region. And it doesn't exist anywhere else in the country where they've got this entire combination. Um, so we envision the weekends will be very very busy with travel tourism, and during the week we think that. Um, the uh, the the movie studios will, will help occupy some of the hotel rooms, um, and uh, we'll, we'll the sports complex will you know we'll have agreements with some of the local municipalities, city of New Orleans, as well as maybe some of the other jurisdictions to do things during the week. Uh, but travel tourism is a big big. I mean, yeah, sports and travel tourism is a big big deal. Plus, you go to the facility in Indiana. You know, you go into the Olive Garden, you're asleep by nine o'clock. Yeah, this yeah, this yeah. the well, kids go I to the water park or go to the arcade, and the parents go into town. 
That's exactly right. I tell people, I said, the biggest business boom that's going to happen, Corey, is the babysitting business because mom and dad are going to go to the kids' games at Bayou Phoenix, and then they're going to want to uh, sneak downtown. And somebody they need somebody to watch them little ones. Huh? No, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Troy. No, I just said then, you know, some somebody's going to want to watch the kids. They're going to want somebody to watch their kids while they sneak down. No, exactly. The court, so. Exactly. So that's your next business, Corey. You yeah. Got it? No, babysitting. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm seriously. That that is definitely something that has got to be part of that plan. Hey, yeah. uh, what's up with the original just public perception? Hey, we're going to need a million bucks. Then it's fifteen million. Now we're talking about a hundred million in taxpayer money. You know, you get yeah. Bass Pro Shop Cabela's. They're just breaking ground and they're rolling and they may want some concessions from a city, some tax break, a tiff or something. But why a hundred million now? Well, for, from, a, maybe twenty percent of the project will be taxpayer finance. I don't, yeah. I don't want to pay for this. It's unfortunate that the news media wants to sensationalize and really kind of misled the public as far as. Uh, this $100 million number. First of all, um, we've always envisioned, and the city has always envisioned this, being a public-private partnership. The city owns the land, um, and um, they, have to, they have certain obligations as land rights um, to go along with it. But we envision um, state, city, as well as federal dollars um, that this site will qualify for. In addition to that, uh, and we don't think that's going to add up to $100 million, but we do believe that the TIF and a special taxing district and things like that, that the participants of the site will have an opportunity to contribute, will be part of the, the, the government-sponsored um, funding that we'll, we'll be using. So the vast majority of it, we think, will be about 80% of it will be uh, privately financed, but we're expecting just like Spanish Plaza, just like the Four Seasons got, just like the Convention Center got. Uh, we're expecting some level of public participation as well in the process. Yeah, I, I just don't know if the public knew that originally. Would, but, but you're right. I mean, you mentioned these other projects that got some type of public participation. Well, this was advertised in the RFP when we, when we bid it. Uh, the city made it clear that they intended to be an investor. And, uh, we're, you know, they've, they've not wavered on that, and we intend to... Um, take advantage of that, and we, we welcome it. There is risk, and so we don't want all of the risk to shift to us. And if the, if uh, we can get our public partners to also share some of the risk with us, um, that would be appreciated. Hey, Troy, is a definitive plan, is a definitive plan financially in place, or is this sort of a kind of wing it, we kind of go as we, we go along? Like, I'll give you an example. You mentioned the Eastover redo of the golf course. In my mind... An architect would have been hired already. The designs would have been laid out. And th- this is what it's going to cost, and this is how much to do the, the Eastover golf course. That would have all been part of it, not just, hey, we want to redo the Eastover golf por- course. Yeah, well, is it the former or the latter with just that as an example? Well, that that's not part of um, this phase of our development, Eastover. Gotcha. We're- that's just a potential future like that Correct. site next door to the 227 acres you might yes, purchase. Yes, the 227 acres are the focus. Um, Corey, we have something else playing in my ear. You have what? Uh, there's a commercial playing in my ear now. Oh, there's a commercial playing in your ear right now? Yes. That's so strange. Okay. Ken Friend? Yeah, yeah. No, that's Friend. weird. That's bleeding over right now with you. Okay. Hey, can, can I knock out this technical problem and come right back, Troy? I apologize. Sure. Sure. Let me do that. We'll be right back. Visiting with Troy Henry.
country forward. For more than 125 years, Portnola has continued to deliver the goods we use each and every day. By river, rail, and by road. No matter what, it all happens right here. Delivering Louisiana's future at the Port of New Orleans, your working river. Learn more about your Port of New Orleans. Visit Portnola.com. From the owners of Katie's in Mid-City and Bienvenue in Harahan, an old-school deli with over a dozen specialty sandwiches. Francesca Deli and Pizzeria on Harrison Avenue in Lakeview between Canal Boulevard and West End. Francesca Deli and Pizzeria. Young's Dry Cleaning, with two walk-up locations with personal service. Young's on Claiborne and Young's on Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Young's Dry Cleaning. Call 288-8381 or online at youngsdrycleaning.com. What actually lasts a lifetime? Not much, but at Helm Paint, we have something guaranteed to last a lifetime. Benjamin Moore's Regal Select. This paint and primer in one offers cutting-edge waterborne technology, smooth application, and long durability. Helm Paint and Benjamin Moore, your New Orleans paint store. Here at the NOLA Coalition, we love our kids and we love our city. The people of New Orleans are standing together for a better future. By harnessing our collective resources, the NOLA Coalition will create a safer, more prosperous city for all residents. Your support is needed to help reduce violence, invest in our children, and drive generational change. Join now at nolacoalition.info. The Lamarck Automotive Collision Center, it's open now. We fix cars and trucks. We do all makes and models. And it doesn't have to be a Ford or a Lincoln. It could be whatever you're driving. 32,000 square feet under roof. Now open at 3101 Williams Boulevard. It's all about you, the customer, getting the most for your dollar. I would say the most perfect collision center anywhere. The Lamarck Automotive Collision Center, 3101 Williams Boulevard. Go check it out. Dave Miet Insurance Agency. Auto, home, flood, business. 504-556-0809. Dave Miet. INSAgency.com. Dave Miet Insurance Agency. Auto, home, flood, business. 504-556-0809. Dave Miet. INSAgency.com. That's what I said. For over 120 years, New Orleans' very own Leidenheimer French Bread. Fausto's Italian Bistro and Vets has daily lunch specials Monday through Friday, and their entire lunch menu is available too. Open 11 a.m. through 2.30 p.m. For the finest in Sicilian and Italian cuisine, Fausto's Italian Bistro on Vets. It's time to relax. The Woodhouse Day Spa, Metro New Orleans' premier day spa experience, now with five area locations. For a day of relaxation or maybe just a quick one-hour getaway, the Metro area's premier day spa experience is at the Woodhouse Day Spa. And now five area locations, New Orleans, Metairie, Slidell, Baton Rouge, and our newest location in Mandeville, the Woodhouse Day Spa, woodhousespas.com. Rouse's Market is hiring. With 65 stores, fuller part-time employment, and flexible scheduling, Rouse's has a job for you. Or maybe even a career. Apply at any Rouse's store or online at rouse's.com. Troy, as part owner of a radio station, I guess you're familiar with technical difficulties sometimes. <laughs> I apologize. No problem. And I, yes, I am. I definitely am. So not a problem, dude. Now, Troy, the, the signal's down. No, that, that'll get you out of bed. 
It sure will. Yeah, that'll, done that, yeah. that'll bum you out. There's no doubt. We've all dealt mm-hmm. with that in radio. So again, mm-hmm. apologies. Hey, um, the, I didn't mean to cut you off with that, but what I was talking about was, um, I don't know, like if it's Bass Pro Shop or Cabela's or Flying J Truck Stop or Bucky's, like the Bucky's in Mississippi, they're going to come in, they're going to break ground, they're going to put the project in. We know exactly what it is. Yeah. We hear about the, the athletic facilities, the water park, the movie studio. Is it, are you kind of winging it in the sense that, okay, we're going to start with these building blocks and then we're going to see how the, you know, gauge the interest, see if other investors want to be involved. And then these other things could potentially get built. Is that how this is working or there is a full definitive plan and this is what you definitely get? So the, there is a full definitive plan for the core offerings, which is the sports complex, the two hotels, the indoor and outdoor water park, the retail, and the movie studio. Those things are definite. Now, there ends up being another out parcel, that second parcel that is that we have not defined what's going to go there. So, um, but, and I think what most people are trying to get to is they're saying, okay, well, have you financed all of this? And First, let me just tell you, there's, there's more people coming at us selling us money than we know what to do with. But we have to we have to quantify exactly. We've got estimates with my buddies with TKTMJ. We, we, we've estimated what we think um, this will be, but the next step of this process is going to be to do the analysis that has to be done on the site to ensure that we understand what is restorable, what is reusable, and what needs to be demolished. And most people just think about what they see on the surface, but the real big questions are below the surface. Not only is it the wiring and gas lines and things like that, but most importantly is the pilings and the stress on what level of stress can the pilings, one, what's their condition, and then two, what level of stress can it take? So a set of pilings that may have held an ice cream shop now, can it hold a hotel or can it hold part of a gym? Can it hold a water park? So that analysis will hopefully begin, um, you know, probably two, three months after we, uh, but, but, we but get But, Troy, it seems like that analysis should have been done already for you guys. Like, what if it comes up negative that you abandon the project? Well, we don't abandon it. You'll have to relocate things. And what, what we'll do, it'll end up deferring the timeline. For example, if we have to pull out all of the pilings as opposed to being able to augment the pilings, that's a bit, that alters the time frame. It doesn't alter the commitment level. Gotcha. But it could okay. it could affect the cost. It could affect the cost. That's why people say, well, what's it going to cost? Well, we think it's a half a billion dollars when you add up all of the venues. But if we run into a significant roadblock, it could end up being more. Or it could, we could get lucky, and it could end up shaving a few dollars off. So that's the next phase of this is in, in order to do something transformative like this, it's not an I Dream a Genie, Blink Your Eye, or Bucky's where you're just stamping out a one-of-a-kind on virgin land. This is not virgin land. This is land that was previously used. Um, so there are steps that we have to take technically once we get access to it. Remember, we still don't have access to the property yet. So once we get access to it, that's the type of analysis that we will do while we're doing a bunch of other activities at the same time. What are we looking at as far as uh, some kid kicking a soccer ball out there? I heard something like four years, which seemed a little long considering we're already two years into this, that I don't know what it's called up in Indiana. You've probably been there and are familiar with it, that yeah, huge yeah. complex in Indiana. It's they big. did it in 18 months. 
Yeah, um, and, and ours is, is a little different. We, we've been telling everyone it's a 42-month time frame, but that's for all the venues. That's hotels, that's, you know, water park, that's everything. We believe 42 months is sort of the from the date of the lease. Yep. You know, so um, so that's what we believe, you know, that, that's our best estimate at this point in time. Hey, uh, are you cannibalizing Mackey's film studio across from the plaza, the old Sam's Walmart site on the lake side of Reed and I-10? Because we haven't seen any ground broken there. I mean, can we have so many film studios in New Orleans East? Is it cannibalization maybe? Well, you know, um, we're going to partner with um, Elvin Ross and E. Ross Studios. Um, and, you know, most people know Elvin. He's an Emmy Award winning uh, guy. And um, Bill, he is sort of the, I like to call it Tyler Perry's right hand man, right? So, wow. Um, I, you know, I've got to believe that Elvin has got a vision for this studio um, for not only for movies and streaming shows. You, you get one or two of Tyler Perry's buildings on that, that old military site in South Atlanta that he built. You're, you're oh, styling. Oh, yeah, I've been to that, that place. That place is ridiculous, huh? It's, it's impressive. That should have been in New Orleans. I mean, the, the Andrew Youngs, the Tyler Perrys in Atlanta. I mean, I'm not dogging yeah, them. It just makes me sick, man. Yeah, so so we're hopeful that, you know, um, look, uh, we're going to lease the dirt to Elvin Ross, and he's going to build his studio and his business case. So we won't, we won't really have an ownership um, stake in that portion of the development. So that'll be the first thing that'll come out of the ground once we've done all of the physical site analysis. We know that dirt is already recharged, yep. uh, surcharged. So that'll be the first thing. It's it's the other areas and the other venues that will require a little bit more time because of the structural analysis that has to go on. Hey, we got about 30 seconds, Troy. Who are the other Ross-type players involved? Uh, who are the major partners? I mean... TKTMJ, we don't know what, we know that's a developer, but I mean like the, you know, the Tyler Perry's right-hand man. Any other people you can mention that are like that? Not at this point in time. I mean, I can tell you that we're talking from a hotel standpoint, we're talking to some major flags and we're making a decision on whether we want to flag it or have our own brand. Um, but, but the other companies that we're talking to, we'll probably make, after the lease is um, done, we'll make three announcements. One is the studio operator. The second one will be the hotel and water park operator, and the third one um, will be the um, the sports complex operator. And those three will help us kind of craft and design the gory details to the detail architecture yep. plans that will go in place. There's Blue Boy Bark and Troy. That's a reminder. Hey, Corey, be quiet. You're heading to the top of the hour. <laughs> hey, thanks for having me, Corey. Uh, thank you, Troy. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. That's Blue Boy. See you in a second, everyone. Corey Johnson on TV on Cox Channel 4 and Spectrum Channel 333. Also on YouTube, on radio at NOLA Talk 93.9 FM, WSLA New Orleans. Hi, it's Ken Friend from Friend and Company Fine Jewelers. You've got a friend in the jewelry business. Come see us over on Maple Street in Uptown. Friend and Company Fine Jewelers, Breitling Time, 5 p.m. Rouse's, New Orleans Grocery Store. Rouse's has the only full-service grocery stores both in the French Quarter on Royal Street and in the CBD on Barone in the old Sewell Cadillac building. The Rouse's on the River, Chapatulis at Napoleon, is in a century-old warehouse. And uptown on Ferret at the corner of Valence is Rouse's all-new boutique store. With seven locations in Orleans Parish, Rouse's is New Orleans' grocery store. Rouse's Markets. Taste like home. 
Here at the NOLA Coalition, we love our kids and we love our city. The people of New Orleans are standing together for a better future. By harnessing our collective resources, the NOLA Coalition will create a safer, more prosperous city for all residents. Your support is needed to help reduce violence, invest in our children, and drive generational change. Join now at nolacoalition.info. Dave Miette Insurance Agency. Auto, home, flood, business. 504-556-0809. Dave Miette, insagency.com. Dave Miette Insurance Agency. Auto, home, flood, business. 504-556-0809. Dave Miette, insagency.com. Ford F-150, number one seller in America. What about in the USA? Uh, let's see, what about in the world? Who sells more trucks than Ford? Nobody. It's because the Lamar team is the real team. All that makes it happen is one goal. Everybody having a great experience at Lamar Ford. We became number one for a reason, because we're good. And we need to prove it every day, every deal, all the time. Here's New Orleans native son, Corey Johnson. New Orleans City Councilman Freddie King joins us. Corey, I want to uh, first say thanks for having me. And believe it or not, man, I used to listen to your show all the time uh, driving home. So uh, it's an honor to be to be on. Freddie, I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. I, it, it's an honor to have you on the program. Thanks. The official afternoon talk show of the City of New Orleans. It's Corey Johnson on the neutral ground where New Orleans is heard. Hi, this is Joey Helm. My dad, Bunky Helm, had a vision. A vision of a locally family-owned store serving the residential and commercial paint needs of New Orleans. I think dad would be proud of today's Helm Paint and Decorating. And here's why. We have the best technical staff in the business, providing the best color matching service in Southeast Louisiana. Perfect matching for any color and any brand. And we'll save your color so you don't have to save those old cans. Helm Paint offers free two-hour delivery. Our in-store decorators will assist you on deciding what color and type of paint to best showcase your home. But most importantly, as your local independent Benjamin Moore dealer, our products provide the greatest value in the paint industry, superior coverage, and Benjamin Moore paint simply covers better and lasts longer. New Orleans is a city of vibrant color, and no one else provides the paints of New Orleans like Helm Paint and Decorating. Visit any of our six locations or online at HelmPaint.com. Five generations, family-owned and operated, Leidenheimer French Bread. For us, it's really relationships, and if you care about the relationship, you're going to do the right thing for the customer all the time. When we're in design process of a custom-made piece, I have a test that says, if I wouldn't give this to my wife, I think we should pass and start over. If it's not perfect, it's going back to the shop. We're going to start all the way over. My name is Ken Friend of Friend & Company Fine Jewelers. You've got a friend in the jewelry business.
Young's Dry Cleaning has free pickup and delivery. That's right. Young's Dry Cleaning has absolutely free pickup and delivery. Home or office, East Bank or West Bank. Call Young's at 288-8381 or online at youngsdrycleaning.com. For game-changing innovation, look to the Latrum family of companies located in Harahan. Intralox, a Latrum company, changed the game when they invented modular plastic conveyor belts over 40 years ago. These belts and innovative Intralox technology are transforming movement in manufacturing facilities around the world. Intralox is a dynamic global company now hiring in production, warehousing, shipping, and more. If you want to be part of our successful team, visit Latrum.com. That's L-A-I-T-R-A-M.com. One of my all-time favorite cartoons growing up as a child. My God, Johnny Quest was so good. I mean, you parents that had kids in the 60s or 70s, you should be thankful you could sit next to your child and watch Johnny Quest as an adult and be fairly entertained. Such great creative stuff. And like the Jetsons ahead of their time, coming up with things that the future would bring to us, technology and the like. Uh Uh-oh, here comes the laser. They're throwing their swords at the steel door of the plane. Oh, I got a good trivia question, Jason. I just thought of it. 50 big bucks at the Woodhouse Day Spa can be yours. What did Haji used to say to make Bandit levitate? Haji had brain powers. He could make objects levitate, float off of the ground. But he would say something, I guess, in Indian or it was supposed to be in Indian. Is Indian a language, Jason? Mm. <laughs> oh boy, I'm, I'm going on. Yeah, ish. Yeah. Boy. Too many variations, I'm sure. Anyway. What did Haji in Johnny Quest used to say to make Bandit or other objects levitate off the ground? He'd shut his eyes, he'd focus, and... Say three things and all of a sudden, whoop, floating up in the air. If you got the answer to that, I got 50 big bucks for you at one of the five area Woodhouse Day Spa locations. Two on the South Shore, two on the North Shore. They're by the Mall of Louisiana in Baton Rouge. Hey, if you missed the four o'clock hour, you missed a lot. Six Flags Bayou Phoenix developer Troy Henry joined us for about 35 minutes. Breaking down all kind of different stuff with that Six Flags Bayou Phoenix development. You'll want to check that out. Interesting, to say the least. Could be a half a billion dollar deal. I still think, uh, you know, we talked about all kind of stuff. The dysfunctional city in, city of New Orleans, the local folks. He laughed when I mentioned Demario Davis and Drew Brees were the runner-ups to the project. He laughed. You know, so there's a lot of typical New Orleans nonsense with this deal. Troy Henry knows it. You know, Troy Henry is smart. And Troy Henry has a staffing agency. 
and, and that is a broad general term. And Troy Henry knows how the city of New Orleans politics works. And he works through that system. And you've got to be a local. You've got to have people on the inside. You, you got to know how to juggle the bowling pins while riding a unicycle and someone's lighting those pins on fire. And by the way, they want you to bunny hop the unicycle through a hoop at the same time. Anyway, pretty interesting stuff. If you missed it, it'll be on YouTube, Anchor, iTunes, Spotify shortly. Troy Henry, Six Flags Bayou Phoenix developer joining us last hour. Ed Michelle last hour, four o'clock, released, he mentioned this on the show last week when we had the Office of Inspector General, the IG on the show, Ed Michelle, an evaluation of the Plaza Tower and enforcement of minimum property maintenance code. Talks about the owner of the Plaza Tower, not mentioning Joe Yeager by name, but that is the owner. And basically how the city from 2015 to 2021 has not used the power it has to enforce the code to penalize Joe Yeager or the previous owners of the Plaza Tower. So an interesting Ed Michelle, uh, Office of Inspector General report. You, you gotta love Ed Michelle, this Office of Inspector General. Folks that question him or Raphael Goinecci with the Metropolitan Crime Commission, these watchdogs that are looking out for us, you have to question the folks that question them. Cause chances are, I'm serious. Anyone that would be critical of Ed Michelle or Raphael Goyaneci in any way critical of what they do either is deviant, is a criminal themselves, has been busted in the past, has a shady reputation, bends towards the deviant side, not the righteous side. No, in New Orleans, thank God. Seriously, thank God for Ed Michelle, a Bob Sarasoli type IG that goes for it. Thank God for honest, hard work and Rafael Goyaneci exposing problems that we have in our city. No, thank God for those guys. Yeah, Ed Michelle joined us on Thursday last week. Mentioned that this release today about the Plaza Tower, but also uh, a review of the efficiency and the effectiveness of the procedures in place that the NOPD and the city of New Orleans use to recruit and retain policemen. Ed Michelle did that report. Scrutinizing what the city does? I mean, my God, you have to be an insane citizen. You have to be in the loop, part of the problem. To not be into all of this. Like, oh, I trust the city. I'm sure they're doing self-evaluation. I'm sure they're they're run efficiently. I'm sure they spend our tax dollars effectively. My God. The only overt kind of in-your-face uh, you know, office, administration, city entity that we see, the Sewage and Water Board. It rains really bad. We flood. We get affected by that. All those other city agencies, I'm sure, are run just like that or worse. Suja Waterboard's improving under Gassan Corbin. No, thank God for the I, the Office of Inspector General scrutinizing city government, looking for fraud, waste, abuse. It's our money. You want someone overlooking how it's being spent. You don't want to trust the, the folks in city government. Are you insane? You'd have to be insane to trust City government in New Orleans, anywhere. 
And the people that we elect, they should welcome an IOG, an I, uh, OIG is scrutinizing what they do. What do you have to hide? It's our money. We too often side with like the Ilario Edwin Edwards types, the Bill Jeffersons. Oh, they're deviants, but that's how it works. No, that, that isn't how they work. They're deviants. They're criminals. It's not a good thing. Hey, let's head to the phone lines. Yeah, Bayou Phoenix developer Troy Henry, that was a good uh interview in the 4 o'clock hour. Interesting stuff he had to say. Got a Trump poll for Iowa for you. Plus, we're going to talk a little Metairie, Jefferson Parish politics. Who's the kingmaker in that parish? I'll tell you who, and it might surprise you or maybe won't surprise you at all. Let's head to the Rouse's Markets phone lines, 504-766-9480. We're heading to Texas. Don't mess with Texas. Kevin joins us on the program. What up, Corey? Kevin, how you doing? Good, how you doing? Doing hey, well this afternoon. Can I sell you a wooden nickel? What's can that? I sell you a wooden nickel? Can I sell you a wooden nickel? Uh, I'd prefer some swamp land. Okay, okay. You, if you buying that interview you just heard, man, I know you not. I know you better than that. I don't know you personally, but I know you smarter than that. That thing is not going anywhere, man. That by you, Phoenix. That is not going nowhere. Same as Plaza Tower. That's no going. That's not going anywhere. They need to implode that whole building. That landlord that owns Plaza Tower. Name me one thing that he's ever developed from ground up. Uh, the Jung um, Hotel on Canal Street and about yeah, twenty yeah, yeah. other properties. Joe, Joe Yeager, I think's a good guy. And Joe Yeager was cruising along, Kevin. Joe Yeager had everything in New Orleans hotels. I think ninety nine point nine percent of the time in life, you're like, that's fine. Then Corona hit, and it crushed his entire portfolio. And Joe Yeager went from a powerful developer, you know, with a lot of wherewithal and, and cash flow to the dead opposite, Kevin. I'm not defending okay. it. I'm just telling you what went down. You asked, what has he developed? A lot. Joe Yeager was like a plumber and <laughs> turned him. He's yeah, pretty self-made, but, but I'm not trying it. to take up for him. The Plaza Tower is a nightmare. I know about MCC. I know about that. The, the Jung Hotel, whatever you call it on Canal Street, he's going to redevelop. That's yeah. probably the only thing that man ever done. Hundreds of millions of dollars he... redeveloping that. But no, Kevin, you're right. The, the Poland Avenue, uh, old naval site. He's got control of that. Nothing done yeah. there. The, uh, power plant sold it to the River District folks that never materialized. But again, I'm not defending the guy. I'm just telling you reality. Had cash flow. Everyone is lending you money. Buy anything you want. We believe in you. You've got a track record. And then Corona hits and crushes his empire, which was based off of 20-plus hotels, hospitality in New Orleans. I'm going to say this here. If his name is on any development, it's not happening. It's not happening. That Bayou Phoenix is not happening. If you believe that's going to happen, hey, I'm, I'm sorry for you. New Orleans is in trouble. Kevin in Texas, thanks so much for the fo- phone call. That's why Kevin's in Texas, by the way. That's what I said. That's French for bread. Served in New Orleans' finest restaurants, Leidenheimer French Bread.
Dave Miet Insurance Agency. Auto Home Flood Business. 504-556-0809. Dave Miet. INSAgency.com. Dave Miet Insurance Agency. Auto Home Flood Business. 504-556-0809. Dave Miet. INSAgency.com. There's a Middle Eastern restaurant that's less than five minutes from where Causeway and River Road meet. Lebanon's Cafe. Convenient to Old Metairie and Old Jefferson. Carrollton at Jeanette on the streetcar line. Lebanon's Cafe. With five area locations, New Orleans, Metairie, Slidell, Baton Rouge, and now Mandeville, a day of relaxation is just moments away at the Woodhouse Day Spa. WoodhouseSpas.com Young's Dry Cleaning, with two walk-up locations with personal service. Young's on Claiborne and Young's on Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Young's Dry Cleaning, call 288-8381 or online at youngsdrycleaning.com. Custom window treatments can enhance the look and value of your home. At Helm Paint and Decorating, we're proud to offer custom plantation-style window shutters by Scandia. Perfect for any window, including large frames, French doors, sliding doors, and arches. American-made SL300 shutters are available in many colors to match your personal decor. We'll come out to measure, and you'll receive fast delivery. Plus, they're virtually maintenance-free. Helm Paint and Benjamin Moore, let us steer you in the right direction. Helm Paint and Supply. The Port of New Orleans is the gateway to global commerce, the economic engine that moves Louisiana and our country forward. For more than 125 years, Port Nola has continued to deliver the goods we use each and every day, by river, rail, and by road. No matter what, it all happens right here, delivering Louisiana's future at the Port of New Orleans, your working river. Learn more about your Port of New Orleans. Visit portnola.com. In New Orleans, we don't eat to live. We live to eat. More is better. Scott Craig of Katie's. That is our slogan. More is better at Katie's. It means more of everything. Not just more food, more smiles, more friendship, more love. More, more, more. When you do something, you have to do it right. You know, it's all about more, and it's all more of the good things. Get more at Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City. When a young man comes in and they walk into our store and you can see they're a little intimidated. Last week, I saw the young man. I said, hey, what can I do to give you a hand? He said, well, I'm here for an engagement ring, but I don't think I'm in the right place. So I got him to my desk and within an hour, he had purchased an engagement ring, had spent a thousand dollars and he was treated like he spent a lot more. And I'm sure we have a customer for life. My name is Ken Friend of Friend and Company Fine Jewelers. You've got a friend in the jewelry business. Fausto's Italian Bistro on Veterans Boulevard, where the brothers Fausto and Roland are serving some of the city's finest Sicilian and Italian cuisine. From New Orleans' first family of Sicilian and Italian cooking, Fausto's Italian Bistro on Vets. Rouse's Market is hiring. With 65 stores, fuller part-time employment, and flexible scheduling, Rouse's has a job for you. Or maybe even a career. Apply at any Rouse's store or online at rouse's.com. 
conditioning help. NOLAAC.com is all you need to know. River City's Total Maintenance. NOLAAC.com. Honest air conditioning experts that come right now. You need AC help? NOLAAC.com is all you need to know. Let's head back to the Rouse's Markets phone lines. Area code 504-766-9480. Rouse's Markets phone lines. 766-9480. Sabitris in Metri joins us, a.k.a. New Orleans West, home of traffic. Lots and lots of traffic. Sabitris, what's going on in Metri? It's hot. Yep, geez, and Pete's it is. And it doesn't seem to be going away. Another brutally hot day, but not today wasn't so bad, actually. You know, 90, lower humidity, cloud cover. But yeah, we're supposed to creep up to like 101 on Wednesday and Thursday. 101. Ouch. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what's on your mind, Sabitris? What's that? Uh-oh, you're breaking up a little bit. What's that? Hey. Oh, no. Oh, there you are. I got you now. What'd you say? I called for the question. Oh, for the trivia question. Yes. How do you know the answer to that, Sabitris? You're too young to know Johnny Quest. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. You didn't use Google or Yahoo, did you? No, I didn't. <laughs> How do you have an answer to this? From my dad. All right. How old's your dad? My dad was born uh, 63. Oh, all right. Gotcha. He's right there? Yes. <laughs> he, he liked Johnny Quest like me, it sounds like. <laughs> yes, sir. Now, Sabitris, does the answer kind of start with the same sound as your name a little? That's sound what did haji used to say to get to get bandit the dog or other objects to levitate off the ground beam beam salad beam <laughs> you are correct yeah, you right ding 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 what do we have for johnny your dad's a good man sabitris to know that johnny quest like that that's exactly, he shut his eyes and goes, seem, seem, salabim, and then band and he'd be floating up in the air. <laughs> Your dad just got you 50 big bucks at the Woodhouse Day Spa. All right. Now, are you, you said you're calling from Metairie. They have a Metairie location, West Esplanade at Transcontinental. Also, Mid-City, New Orleans, Carrollton at uh Canal Street. So, whatever's convenient to you, Sabitris. Thank you so much. Seam, seam, beam. Good job, Dad. Hang on, okay, Sabitris? Excellent work. What does Haji say to get Bandit to levitate from Johnny Quest? Seam, seam, beam. <laughs> Good job, Sabitris and Metairie. Love it. I'm not the only person out there that remembers these weird, crazy things. Sabitris's so dad's like me. Grew up on that Johnny Quest stuff. I was born in the mid-60s. Sabitris's so dad, early 60s. 
Seem, seem, salabim. Yeah, happy to give Sabitra's 50 big bucks to the Woodhouse with that answer. Love it. Hey, if you missed the 4 o'clock hour, we had Troy Henry on for about 40 minutes, 35 minutes, the Six Flags Bayou Phoenix developer. You know, Troy, I, I don't blame Troy Henry. Troy Henry is a an opportunistic guy. He has a, quote, staffing agency. Any opportunity where money is involved and Troy Henry thinks he can put something together, handle it like the janitorial services at the airport. He's going to do it. This guy has an engineering degree from Stanford. I don't blame smart Troy Henry for any of this. Troy Henry even laughs when I mention the runner-ups, Demario Davison and, 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 and Drew Brees. He laughs because he knows it's sort of a joke. And then Troy Henry, he's like, yeah, it's a city in New Orleans. I know how to navigate all this crap. And no one else is going to go after this project nationwide. He said that during the interview. New Orleans, essentially, I mean, I'm paraphrasing, New Orleans' crappy rep kept people away. And he claimed New Orleans marketed it nationally. I disagree with that. I don't think the city hired a firm and went nationally with a great firm that's going to approach the Bass Pro Shops Cabela folks, Disney, Flying J Truck Stop, uh, Bucky's, whatever. I'm, th- I'm just coming. Up. I'm a talk radio TV guy. I haven't even thought about it or researched it much. There's probably a dozen or two viable entities that you'd go after and proactively push that corner. The city never did that. I-10, I-510 corner. City never did that. Anyway, Troy Henry now, about 20% of the project is going to be taxpayer financed. He says, you name the project in New Orleans, Four Seasons, whatever. Taxes, you know, the public helped. He's right. But to the tune of 20% or $100 million, I think Troy Henry's smart. I think he knows how the city operates. He got the deal. I think it's sort of a, a wing it type of thing. They're going to go along as it goes. Who's ready to do this? Who? Where can we get the financing? Who is going to want to do this and control this? Who wants to build this? Who are we going to partner with? And then momentum's going to build, and they're going to have the sports fields to start, and then maybe a hotel developer pops up, and then maybe a restaurant, and it's just going to be a thing like that. And this could take 5, 7, 8, 10, 12 years before any kind of real momentum where people in New Orleans East see a return on this, see a return on this, where like if Bass Pro Shop Cabela's were building, you know, some 700,000 square foot multi-million dollar, you know, tens of millions, maybe a hundred million dollar facility there, it'd get done in 18 months. Bucky's will be operating on Menj Avenue exit off of I-10 in Mississippi in a year and a half. Open, the, the Bucky's will be open. That sports complex in Indiana, the, the big major one in the middle of nowhere that attracts folks from all over, they went from ground zero to opening it up in 18 months. Talk to Troy Henry about all of that stuff. Now, I'm not mean. I'm not vindictive. I'm not attacking Troy Henry. I don't think he's doing anything wrong, but I'm going to question him, and I'm not going to hold back, and I'm not, you know, towing the company line, appeasing, placating. Anyway, I think you'll find it interesting. I'm very skeptical on a lot of things about the Six Flags project. A lot of things.
Ed Michelle, Office of Inspector General, releasing a Plaza Tower report, evaluation of Plaza Tower and enforcement of minimum property maintenance code from 2015 to 01. Ed Michelle's talking about the city could have fined Joe Yeager and the previous owner about a million dollars up to this point. And the city has incurred a few hundred thousand in expenses up to this point. From 2015 to 2021 was the evaluation. We're in 2023. The Plaza Tower saga continues. Des Moines Register NBC News poll, five months from the Iowa caucus. That's mid-January of next year. Trump, 42%. DeSantis, 19 Tim Scott, 9 Nikki Haley, Mike Pence, Chris Christie, around 5% each. Got an interesting metery political Jefferson Parish politics. Interesting Times-Picayune piece. Talking about... Scott Walker, Dominic Impostato race, the Jennifer Van Vranken and Ricky Template race, Greg Buson, Kingmaker and Jefferson, Derek Shepard can't run against Byron Lee, Derek Shepard, school board member Jefferson Parish lives in Mississippi, Derek Shepard just deviant, I don't know what it is, just there's a path you take, you know, it's like Cleo Fields or whatever, Bill Jefferson, Alario, 15 years old, 18 years old, 20, 30, I don't know why, where. The, the, the path of being a deviant or the path of being a righteous person. They chose the path of the deviant. Derek Shepard's just a deviant by nature. Can't help himself. Who is Jefferson Parish's biggest political influence? It, it ain't Greg Buson, I can promise you that. Greg Buson is a uh, someone politicians hired to run their campaign, to tell them the angle. He's very effective at this. Greg Buson used to run Fox 8. I worked for him. He knows what he's doing. He understands how people think. Comes from that, that mode, from that angle. But who is Jefferson Parish's most political influencer or most influential? It could be... Talk radio host Newell Norman, the old sheriff, that he ran while on radio, ran Cynthia Lee Shang's campaign. Like Harry Lee before him, Newell Norman was not only the sheriff, more of a politician than the sheriff. Joe Lapinto's different. Like Newell Norman and like Harry Lee, Joe Lapinto has a law degree. All three of these sheriffs have law degrees. Pretty impressive. But Lapinto is more interested in being a sheriff, shies away from the spotlight, doesn't appear to be into the political thing. I think if Joe Lapinto had to run for sheriff and it was a competitive race every time, Joe Lapinto would cease being sheriff. I don't want to get into this politics. I don't want to go out and raise money. I don't want to do, I want to be sheriff. I think Newell Norman was more of like a kingmaker, like Harry Lee, more political than sheriff. And still to this day, one of the most influential folks in Jefferson Parish politics. I mean, I'm not knocking Greg Buson. I know the guy. He's, he's powerful. He has influence. There's no doubt. But, I mean, you're going to compare Greg Buson and Newell Norman, not even mentioned in the Times-Picayune article? I mean, just Times-Picayune, you got to do better than that. Not even mentioned? And it's going to be on, it's going to be about Greg Buson? You, you kidding me? 
the the kingmakers in in Jefferson Parish are laughing at that article. The political folks in Jefferson Parish are laughing at that column. That Greg Busons, the kingmaker of Jefferson, Greg Busons laughing at that column. Hey, they're closed tomorrow. But they're open till 9.30 tonight. I'm talking about Lebanon's Cafe, some of the finest Middle Eastern food in Metro New Orleans. Lebanon's Cafe, shish kebab, lamb chops, all your favorite Middle Eastern sides. Wednesday through Monday, they'll roll till 9.30 tonight. Close tomorrow. Why don't you head on over tonight? Lebanon's Cafe, so good. Corey Johnson with you on a Monday afternoon where New Orleans talks, telling it like it is each and every day, never holding back. You know who I work for? You. You. Isn't that refreshing? The citizens. That's all I care about. I don't have any agenda. I'm not, I don't, I, I don't, I have some bosses or corporate folks that I have to worry about. Someone telling me what angle my show needs to be in. I, I work down the dial at the big station. I used to have the boss come in. She'd yell at me all the time. I ignored her all the time. You want to know why? If if she was a righteous person that knew what she was talking about, had my best interest in the station at heart, I'd listen all day long. But when you have an agenda, when you're trying to stifle me, when you don't know radio, when you don't know programming, when it's all these skeletons in the closet and, you know, boy, we fire her. She'd, she'd, you know, go ballistic on us. We better just leave her alone. That's not the person I'm going to listen to. I I listen to a lot of people in that, that are in radio and television or understand radio and television and even aren't in the business all the time. And I would listen to someone not in the business that knows what they're talking about and has a fair objective criticism that I can learn and grow from over that person any day of the week. The person with the agenda? No, she'd come in and yell at me. I'd, use, I'd laugh like in her face sometimes. And then sometimes I'd just say something like, I'm an adult too. I'm not really responding to this yelling thing. You know, just not even listening because right away, just a whacked agenda. So even when I had bosses that were telling me the wrong thing, I wasn't listening. And luckily, I'm sort of my own boss. Or the people that are in ultimate control are like, leave Corey alone. He knows what he's doing. He's honorable. He's ethical. He does the right thing. He holds people accountable. He's not a sellout understands the responsibility of the microphone and the camera in front of him. Hey, Latrum, the global manufacturing giant, is hiring. What a company. They're like on a 30, 40-year tear. All they do is grow and expand all around the world. But it makes sense. They invented the shrimp peeling machine back in 1949. To this day, Still the industry standard around the world. That led to the all-plastic modular conveyor belt. Industry standard around the world. The LaPair stair, the alternating tread stair. Industry standard around the world. This is a New Orleans-born, bread-based company. Latrum. Go to their website to check them out. Latrum.com. Latrum spelled L-A-I-T-R-A-M. Latrum.com. Or better yet, a culture of innovation at Latrum, and they're hiring. 
East Bank, West Bank, North Shore folks, they got you covered. Go to Latrum.com for a full listing of positions available. Dozens and dozens and dozens of jobs at Latrum.com. Why wear the same old glasses that everyone else is wearing? Stand out from the crowd. Come to Art and Eyes. Art and Eyes is not your typical eyeglasses store. It's one of the finest eyewear shops in the country, right here in New Orleans, with precision-engineered prescription lenses and gorgeous high-quality frames from the heart of Europe, Japan, and the United States. Our products are thoughtfully curated, and our staff are here to help you find exactly the right frames. Art and Eyes on Magazine, as unique as you. From the owners of Katie's in Mid-City and Bienvenue in Harahan, an old-school deli with over a dozen specialty sandwiches. Francesca Deli and Pizzeria on Harrison Avenue in Lakeview between Canal Boulevard and West End. Francesca Deli and Pizzeria. The Port of New Orleans is the gateway to global commerce, the economic engine that moves Louisiana and our country forward. For more than 125 years, Port Nola has continued to deliver the goods we use each and every day, by river, rail, and by road. No matter what, it all happens right here, delivering Louisiana's future at the Port of New Orleans, your working river. Learn more about your Port of New Orleans. Visit portnola.com. For us, it's really relationships, and if you care about the relationship, you're going to do the right thing for the customer all the time. When we're in design process of a custom-made piece, I have a test that says, if I wouldn't give this to my wife, I think we should pass and start over. If it's not perfect, it's going back to the shop. We're going to start all the way over. My name is Ken Friend of Friend & Company Fine Jewelers. You've got a friend in the jewelry business. Dave Miet Insurance Agency. Auto Home Flood Business. 504-556-0809. Dave Miet. INSAgency.com. Dave Miet Insurance Agency. Auto Home Flood Business. 504-556-0809. Dave Miet. INSAgency.com. Rouse's. New Orleans Grocery Store. Rouse's has the only full-service grocery stores both in the French Quarter on Royal Street and in the CBD on Barone in the old Sewell Cadillac building. The Rouse's on the River, Chapatulas at Napoleon, is in a century-old warehouse. And uptown, on Ferret at the corner of Valence, is Rouse's all-new boutique store. With seven locations in Orleans Parish, Rouse's is New Orleans' grocery store. Rouse's Markets. Tastes like home. You're listening to The Neutral Ground with Corey Johnson. Cotton ball winning coach Willie Fritz joining us on the program. Have you ever been part of a game that great? You know, a lot of things happen in the game. You just don't, don't know the script. You got to adapt and improvise. You just got to keep playing hard the whole time. And our guys did an excellent job of that. How big is yesterday for the overall future of the program? You got to have a guy that really have a burning desire to get a quality education and also be a great football player. You know, you got to have both. You've always have embraced New Orleans. You've been a great ambassador for the city, for Tulane U. 
University. Well, I appreciate you taking that. We, we, you know, I just love it here in New Orleans. And just everybody, you know, it's, it, it, the city's just you know, sensational. We just, a dying for a person who came up to me after game. You know, I had tickets in the old two-length stadium. And, you know, I've, I've, I've heard that a, a ton of times. And then, you know, that's uh, good that we were able to make some people happy. That's Willie Fritz joining us. Thank you. I appreciate it. Roll away. The Spirit of New Orleans. It's Corey Johnson on the Neutral Ground. The Lamarck Automotive Collision Center, it's open now. We fix cars and trucks. We do all makes and models. And it doesn't have to be a Ford or a Lincoln. It could be whatever you're driving. 32,000 square feet under roof. Now open at 3101 Williams Boulevard. It's all about you, the customer, getting the most for your dollar. I would say the most perfect collision center anywhere. The Lamarck Automotive Collision Center, 3101 Williams Boulevard. Go check it out. Fausto's Italian Bistro on Veterans Boulevard, where the brothers Fausto and Roland are serving some of the city's finest Sicilian and Italian cuisine. From New Orleans' first family of Sicilian and Italian cooking, Fausto's Italian Bistro on Vets. For Leidenheimer Baking Company, producing the perfect French bread is more than a vocation. It's a sacred mission. And for five generations, they've used the same time-honored process, baking their signature loaf with its crisp crust and delicate center, unique and still good to the last crumb. From the finest French Quarter restaurants to your local po'boy shop, for over 125 years, New Orleans' own Leidenheimer. For game-changing innovation, look to the Latrum family of companies located in Harahan. Intralox, a Latrum company, changed the game when they invented modular plastic conveyor belts over 40 years ago. These belts and innovative Intralox technology are transforming movement in manufacturing facilities around the world. Intralox is a dynamic global company now hiring in production, warehousing, shipping, and more. If you want to be part of our successful team, visit Latrum.com. That's L-A-I-T-R-A-M.com. Katie's right now. The perfect wind down your day spot. Of course, lunch and dinner Monday through Saturday, brunch on Sunday. As New Orleans says it gets in Mid City, the quintessential New Orleans neighborhood restaurant. Go check them out. Katie's in Mid City, corner Iberville and Talamacus couple of blocks behind Angelo Bracado's ice cream joint. More is better. More of the good things. Katie's in Mid-City. Monday afternoon edition of the program. If you missed the 4 o'clock hour, you missed a lot. Six Flags, Bayou Phoenix developer Troy Henry joined us for about 40 minutes. Asking and answering all kinds of questions. I was asking. He was answering all kinds of questions. I think you'll find it interesting. You can check it out on YouTube, Anchor, iTunes, Spotify, all that good stuff. Hey, they opened their doors for dinner about 45 minutes ago. They'll roll till 9 p.m. tonight. Some of the best Sicilian and Italian, Fausto's Italian Bistro and Vets. Easy parking, great service, great Sicilian and Italian. They're open till 9 tonight for dinner. Have you been? Fausto's Italian Bistro on Vets. So good. It is a Monday afternoon, a little after 5.30. Brett Martell joins us from the Associated Press. Another Martell Monday. What's happening, Brett? Hey, Corey. How are you? Doing well. Yourself? 
The hottest, driest summer that I can remember in New Orleans continues. Yeah, it's been tough, but I've been managing to get out there and still, uh, like you, try to get a few rounds in. And You know, they say that uh, if you're able to spend a few hours a day outdoors, even in the sea, your body becomes more acclimatized. And so maybe, uh, you know, 18 holes is just the right amount of time. Yep. No, exactly. Lots of fluids, lots of water, electrolytes, whatever. You got to stay on top of that. It can be dangerous. Yeah. Uh, I mean, people are fainting, passing out. Uh, you you, you got to really stay on top of it if you are going to be outside. And yeah, the health things about just being outside or, I don't know, I believe they're pretty uh, accurate and proven. Sitting inside all the time, not good. You got to experience the weather, the outdoor air, all that. I think just physically, mentally makes you better. How is this weather, this heat and dryness affecting Saints training camp? Because, Brett, we're not talking, you know, low to mid-90s, feels like high 90s. Those kind of things are players getting carted off the field, IVs occasionally, that type of thing. We're talking a feels-like temperature of could be 10, 12, 15, 20 degrees hotter than a normal Saints training camp. How's that affecting the Saints, and what are they doing to, you know, stay on top of it? Well, I mean, they're, they're having to, when they are outside, they're having to take a lot of uh, breaks. They have that uh, cooling trailer where the players can go in and cool off in between periods. Um, you know, the, say, like, when special teams is working, some of the offensive and defensive linemen can go in there and cool off. Um, they go inside a lot more, which has meant fewer opportunities for fans to be out there watching them. I and even when they, even when they had it open to fans, um, they shortened the amount of time they were spending outdoors, um, which they did. They said for the health of both the players and the fans. Yeah, literally. Yeah, no. Yeah. Now I remember those um, LSU games at Tiger Stadium early September, t- pulling people out, you know, on stretchers and stuff because they're. They're dehydrated. Hey, Brett, when, when the Saints, it's really nice. It's what Tulane wants to be able to do seamlessly on a moment's notice, go from an outdoor practice to an indoor facility. Uh, the Saints have it right there. Is it always, you know, black and white? Like we're either practicing outside or we're either practicing inside. Have you ever seen a Saints practice where in the middle of it, they say, guys, too hot. Let's head inside and finish up the second half of practice inside. Yeah, they absolutely do that. And they act, and they have uh, one of the lightning indicators like you see on a golf course with the siren. You know, if the radar, if the radar um, picks up a lightning strike within a certain number of miles, yep. the horn goes off and they uh, run off the field. And usually if they're in the middle of practice, they run straight to the indoor field and set back up and keep going. Um, and it's good that they can do that, but, you know, you this week, for example, the Saints were supposed to host uh, um, the practices um, with the Texans, and they canceled them. Yep. And I, I guess the primary reason was that the Texans have a lot of injuries. But, um, you know, we might get more answers on this in the future. But the thing is, you know, again, it's supposed to be very hot this week. And the Saints have, you know, two outdoor grass fields plus an outdoor turf field. They have one indoor turf field right and that's not a lot of space for two full football teams to have practice and so you got to think that in addition to some of the things that have been mentioned the forecast for that heat dome to continue 
over in the New Orleans area, and and the uh, room uh, on just one indoor practice field at Saints Camp had something to do too. With you know the logistics of that had something to do with them just deciding, you know what, we're, let's let's not have the joint practices and cram both teams into. The one indoor field. Well, is there talk of uh, adding more fields at, at the facility or even at the LaSalle track next door where maybe uh, even Jefferson Parish could use it? And then then I hear there's talk of maybe training camp not going to be in Metairie next year. Yeah, I don't think, you know, I think that, I mean, it used to be that just one indoor practice field was considered on the luxurious end. Um, the Saints obviously built that during the Hazlitt era. Uh, but, um, you know, I, now I don't think they would build a second now. I mean, so. cause, cause here's the problem, Brett, if what you're saying, and it's probably mostly Houston's injuries, but, uh, if the Saints, uh, first off, if they're at a training facility, they'd be working with a team nearby, like the old Cheese League. They'd work with the Vikings in Mankato, or the Vikings would come to lacrosse, or they'd go to Eau Claire and work with the Bears, or the Bears would go to lacrosse, or whatever other participants in the Cheese League, Green Bay, whatever. Uh, the Texans are a natural, five hours right down the I-10. Uh, but if the Saints don't have the fields and facilities like to, to do this year in, year out, I mean, with the preseason down to three games, and potentially it could go down to two in the future, these during-the-week scrimmages are, are, are working with the other team, like, you know, before the preseason game, working with the Chargers, uh, this Texans practice. I think those are key for evaluating for the coaches when you don't have the, the four preseason games, and in the future it may go down to two. Right, well... That, that could happen, and I think that's, again, part of the reason why the Saints are really looking at ways to get out of New Orleans during training camp. Um, yep. Because, yeah, it's just the ability to, uh, to practice outdoors and have the players have to deal with the elements, but not in a way that's so unhealthy that you just have to go into climate control all the time. It's just funny. Um, I mean, Brett, I get it. But it's sort of like, you know, Democrat, Republican, fraternities, sororities on college camp. It's like trendy. They're in, they're not in. You know, training camp at the Saints facility. Tom Benson might build a hotel right next door for the players. You know, then it's, hey, we got to go somewhere else. I mean, they've won on the road having camp. They've won having camp in Metairie. I I, I don't know if all this is overblown or not. I don't know. Other teams seem to, to have their camps in hot places so i don't know yeah since i've covered the saints their best seasons have all taken place when they had camp um in mattery except one which was 2006 the first season under peyton at Millsaps. they did great that year but they were also Millsaps for a, a seven and nine season and an eight and eight season and, and Millsaps is no climate yeah. change. You're not going to Wisconsin. I mean, Millsaps, right. Thibodeau, you know, none of those are. You got to go to California. Right. You got to go to Wisconsin. I mean, the Greenbrier, I don't think a resort for an NFL team is the best thing. I think the dorms at lacrosse were better, but, uh, especially for team building and camaraderie and all that. But, uh, yeah, going to Millsaps or whatever, that's not any kind of climate break. No, that wasn't a climb break at all. That was a total toughness thing, and they had double sessions back then. But, you know, to finish the point, I think, you know, the, the second and third seasons at Millsaps were 500 or worse, and the three seasons at Greenbrier were 7 and 9. The best seasons they really had, 09, 11, 
um, 13 and 17 through 20, they had training camp in Metairie all of those years. The three Greenbrier so, seasons were the seven and nine in a row, the three in a row? Yeah. Yeah, they should stay the hell away from the Greenbrier, you know? That was all Peyton, the girlfriend from West Virginia, all that crap. That's what that was. No, the facilities were really good. Of course. It's the Greenbrier. Yeah, it's plush. It's nice. But don't be surprised. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see, you know, the Saints go back there if if it's available next year. Just because they know the lay of the land there. Yeah, I, I, I'm kind of thinking they want something a little more raw than luxurious, but you know, that's just from afar. I have no idea what the Saints are thinking one bit, Brett. Hey, um, Jimmy Graham, what, what was that situation all about in LA? I mean, the first thing you hear, you get very nervous. Like Jimmy Graham is done as a Saint, but that doesn't appear, appear to be the case at all because the assumptions maybe weren't right by a lot of people on social media, especially what's up with Jimmy Graham, Brett? Well, it's not clear yet because, um, it wasn't discussed very much after last night's game and, uh, they were off today, but we're going to find out, I think a lot more maybe tomorrow. We'll see if he's at practice, how much he participates this week. Um, see if we can get a few more answers as to what was, you know, found out. Um, but I think that it, you know, it raises, it raises some interesting questions, and not just for his football career. I mean, his hobby, right, is flying airplanes. And if he really did have a medical emergency that just came on randomly, like a seizure and so forth, um, that kind of medical history can affect your pilot's license, you know? So it's not something I think they would just make up as a cover-up, you know, because the consequences would affect him beyond football. Right. Um yeah, and so, uh, I mean, we just got to find out a little more about, you know, what, what's really happening and, and uh, get a few more questions answered. Brett Martell's with us from the Associated Press. You learn anything, Brett, from the game uh, during the monsoon earthquake hurricane? <laughs> well, I'm glad that uh, there was no real bad, you know, off-the-field fallout from either of those two instances um it seemed like a pretty questionable decision but they got through it yep uh, yeah base and, major league yeah. baseball and other sports were canceled but nfl plowing ahead with that preseason game and that stadium yeah. although has a roof as you know it's an open air stadium they they say some fans just by the design uh they really didn't think about this uh, because it doesn't rain that much in L.A. They get about 15 inches a year. When it does rain and the wind's blowing, people in the stadium get wet. Right. That's right. Yeah. So they, they're yeah, trying to work covered, on that. It's not, it's not, yeah, it's covered, but it's not indoors. Right. And why would you build, build it indoors? You don't need it. I mean, market. most people don't yeah. even have air conditioning in L.A. Yeah. So, um, yeah, interesting situation there. But overall, look, the performance for the preseason, I mean, you can't read too much in the preseason. But nope. there were some promising performances there. You know, there was the first-round pick. Rose, opportunistic. You know, he was in the backfield, got on a fumble. Jake Hayner made some nice throws. He continues to look very impressive for an undersized rookie. Um, you know, uh, yeah. the, the most important thing out of that game was Kendrick Miller coming back from injury and showing that he can do Alvin Kamara-like things, laying out for that catch big catch that set up his own touchdown run you know 
that's going to be huge because when Kamara is suspended for three games, you would expect Kendra Miller to be getting more touches. And that, to me, was really the lead, the lead angle if I was writing that game story. Boy, Brett, college football season, ridiculously exciting. I mean, the NFL is going to be exciting. Saints and the, the optimism, the old coach Sean Payton in Denver following that indirectly. But the, the college season, I mean, equal if not even surpassing the pros, uh, number 24, Tulane. That's right. Tulane, for the first time in their history, a preseason football ranking in both polls. 23 in the coaches, 24 in the AP. They play a week from this Saturday, Brett, against South Alabama opening the season. Uh, highly anticipated season for Willie Fritz's Green Wave. Yeah, and you talk to, um, if you talk to, uh, Tulane, I mean, I think they would have liked to have been ranked higher than 24th. But at the same time, though, you know, it allows them to have a little bit of chip on the shoulder and understanding that they still got to prove it as a mid-major. Yep. But um, they are the only non-Notre Dame, non-major power conference team in the top 25. Nice. You know? Nice. Right. They're the only ones. I mean, everybody else is Big Ten, Pac-12, SEC, right, ACC, Notre Dame, et cetera. So... Of the of the rest of the conferences, Tulane is ranked the highest, and um, and they have a lot to look forward to this season. They lost some key guys, but it's a team game, and they're really strong up front on the defensive and offensive line, um, and uh, they should they're the, they're the favorite to win the conference. No, and you got a returning quarterback who's changed coordinators every year he plays. Now he's got a back to back same coordinator, understands the system, confident. Can't wait to watch some Tulane games. They start a week from Saturday. LSU a week from Sunday against Florida State, uh, fifth-ranked team in the country. Uh, we've talked about it before, Brett. Brian Kelly, just what the doctor ordered. Right, LSU number five and just Kelly's second season. Um, that You know, the talk around Baton Rouge is can he become the third <laughs> Scott Woodward hire to win it all in the second season. Um you know, after the baseball and women's basketball teams uh, did so with their new coach, yep. coaches, Mulkey and Jay Johnson. And so um, that's a lot to ask, frankly, uh, yep. competitive as major college football. No, but, but they're Kelly. probably one of 10, 12 teams that legitimate folks that follow college, they have a shot to win the national title. I mean, anybody can, I guess, but and someone's going to come from outside and win it. But most folks that follow it, you know, half a dozen, 10, 12 teams, you're going to come up with LSU's in everybody's pick, you know? Everybody's Right, and that's why the, yeah, that's why they're ranked fifth. We'll see what happens. They start in Orlando against number eight, Florida State. Florida um, State is loaded but, with talent, too. I was looking at a top 100 all college player list, like the best college active players, not recruits, players on rosters, and Florida State's loaded with them, just like, uh, LSU is. Should be a great contest. Hey, Brett, real quick. How can we find your stuff on the AP? At the uh, at APnews.com on a laptop or the AP News app, which is free on a smartphone. And that gives you news from all over the world. Always a pleasure, Brett Martell. Thank you. Take care, Court. That's Brett Martell, over 25 years with the AP, covering sports for you locally. That's Blue Boy saying, see you manana. You're on the neutral ground with Corey Johnson. On TV on Cox Channel 4 and Spectrum Channel 333. 
also on YouTube, on radio at NOLA Talk 93.9 FM, WSLA New Orleans. Hi, it's Ken Friend from Friend & Company Fine Jewelers. You've got a friend in the jewelry business. Come see us over on Maple Street in Uptown. Friend & Company Fine Jewelers, Breitling Time, 6 p.m.